Go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Well, it is a double header in finals week with Lee Castle. I'm Chris McPherson, bringing you all of your local Newcastle and Hunter Region Rugby League action, thanks to Lee Castle. And of course, Lee Castle is brought to you thanks to our major partner, Sharp DS Central Coast, for all your printing and office equipment needs. Reach out to the team at Sharp DS Central Coast. They are the ones to supply it for you and make sure to mention that League Castle sent you. They've been a great partner over the last couple of years and our major partner in 2023. Also, a big thanks to our other partners, Shipley Meets at Rutherford and Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, without whom the three of those partners, we would not be able to deliver what we can out to you, the Rugby League faithful. But uh, this episode is our second, as I alluded to, of the week. And it's uh, certainly going to be another cracking one, this time focusing more in on the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League and the Newcastle and Maitland Region Women's Tackle Competitions. It's going to be a blockbuster. We've got four more guests to bring to you in this episode 30 for season 2023. So let's dig in and let's have a chat to a few of these guys. We're going to be covering off around from clubs including Abermain, Lakes United, Karua, and the Hamilton Ducks. So the footy season is heating up and all of our guests are involved in the finals to come and uh, shooting for grand final berths in the coming weeks or involved in grand finals in the case of a couple of our female guests who are participating in the women's tackle grand finals and looking to take premierships home to their clubs this weekend. Of course, if you want to keep up to date with all of what's happening in the local rugby league and all of our updates, make sure to follow us on League Castle AU on Instagram or League Castle AUS on Facebook. That's where we pump out all our content to keep you up to date with what's happening in the broader rugby league community. Without too much further ado, let's get digging into these rugby league semi-final series and jump on with our first guest. All right, well, as the other competitions heat up and head towards finals, our women's tackle competitions are hitting grand final week and we have some mouth-watering clashes in the women's community and women's premiership competitions. So it's time to dig into those. And we're going to start, thanks to Shipley Meets at Rutherford, with the women's community competition. And we're joined by the captain of the Karua Ruets, Jess Nielsen. Jess, welcome to League Castle. Hello, Chris. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. We're just having a chat off air. And uh, look, it was... Uh, uh, I was going to say a burden, it's not the right right word, but um, it was, I guess you, you drew the short straw um, as the captain, all the girls pointed their fingers at you and threw you under the bus to uh, jump on today, but we appreciate your time. Well, they've definitely stitched me up, I do like a chat, but that's after about 15 beers that I'd usually do it, but anyway, captain's duties, it's all good. So, so, so what I'm doing by the reverse calculations that you'd normally have 15 before you chat to me is that 15 teammates, if you win the grand final on Saturday, owe you a beer. Absolutely. And they co- owe me a beer regardless. Coach. And your coach, because he, he also was very quick to, to skip out on that, wasn't he? <laughs> I'm putting the order in for the keg as we speak. He owes us all for putting up with his shit this year. I love it. I love it. Yeah, well... <laughs> 
you, you got to, I've got to take my hat off to you girls and him because you've got this far. You've got to the grand final. You've only dropped one game across the season. What's been the key to having such a successful season, a minor premiership, a grand final berth, and one win away from a major premiership? Um, well, I think the key for us is just communication with each other. We've worked so well this year. We've got so many girls that haven't even played before. Um, and us girls that have played, we've all just gelled together so well. And on the game day, we all remain pretty chill. We never, ever get cranky with each other or take down on each other if something goes down. Um, we've always kind of had the mentality of next job, which, yeah, we all have each other's back out there. And I think that's definitely, hopefully, is going to get us over the line on Saturday. Yeah, well, t- time will tell in regards to that. You come up against Adora Creek side, but as I said, you've, you've been very strong this year in terms of it. Uh, you've already taken out a couple of honours in terms of the club with Ebony Oakley being the leading point scorer, um, so your fullback, and then I, I believe your hooker as well, Sophie Lemke's taken out the leading try scorer. So uh, that's nice to have a couple of those pieces in, in the uh, pieces of silverware locked away already. Oh, absolutely. Um, Sophie's actually new to the team this year, and honestly, she blows me away every week. Her scoots are just incredible, and um, we've had Eb since 2017, I think, and um, she's amazing out there. She's about three metres tall, so you definitely couldn't miss her. Um, but, yeah, no, great to have that behind our belt. Yeah, and, you, and you've welcomed, I understand, a few new players this year um, in, into the club that have taken to rugby league and Karua for the first time and they've hit the ground running? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was a shock to the system being introduced to Karua. Um, we do like to have a bit of fun out here and a bit of banner about They've just um, split in and, yeah, they're part of the team, part of the community and it's good. A couple of really good girls too. Like, as their first year playing, it's just incredible to see how much they've changed just in eight, nine games that we've played. So, Yeah, certainly. And, and in terms of things at the moment, it's been a tough year, I know, too. You've had a couple of forfeits where teams weren't able to get numbers together to travel up to Karua for games and... It is obviously a challenge because you're a little bit more remote than some of the other teams, especially with a few of these teams like a Wobbacall and uh, Dora Creek, etc. It's a bit of a trek as it is vice versa for you guys, but reasonably strong on numbers. Has that been a battle for you girls in terms of consistency of play? Is it, I'm assuming it's nice into this back end of the season to finally string a few games together. Yeah, definitely. When it first started at the start of the season, we were just getting forfeits after forfeits, buys, and no doubt though the girls would still show up to training and would still be positive every week, thinking we're going to get that game the following weekend. And once we did start having a role and getting the games, it was it was fantastic. Our club is so good. Um, our club president, Daniel, and his mum, Sonia Evans, um, absolute legends. They do everything for the club, as well as the committee. And every time we have a game at home, they put on a good show, good food, lots of beers. And, yeah, it's the place to be. I don't know why everyone... Um, thinks it's so far out in the sticks where, yeah, God's country. It's certainly, um, Lionel Morton Oval's certainly undergone a bit of a revamp in recent years and as we saw they had the, the men's finals there on the weekend and the facility and venue there is leaps and bounds ahead of what it, what it might have been sort of five to ten years ago which is, has got to be a nice boon for the club as well in terms of being able to have that venue that you, you, know, you can make your home that's got a bit more about it. Oh yeah, it's great. It's so good to have nice hot showers and the whole layout so fresh. The oval itself is actually named after my pop. So, yeah, it's really cool to see his name plastered everywhere and it's good. 
Really is, um, and that ties back to that community feel. It's great that, you know, obviously two generations down, you're still involved in the club and leading that women's side and potentially have the chance. Would this be, if my memory's correct, this would be Karua's first women's premiership if you're able to take it out? Yeah, yeah. Um, the year of COVID that come and, you know, destroyed us all. Um, the girls got to the, just before the finals, I'm pretty sure. Um, it feels like a lifetime ago now. COVID's got me brain too, but um, yeah, we haven't made it to the grand final as of yet. So this is pretty cool for all of us. It's such a good feeling to knowing our um, year that we've had, like the last few years, how unlucky we've been with it all. But um, yeah, no, this year to come out strong, strong club. We've got the little Joey's team as well, and the boys are absolutely killing it. So it's really nice that us girls can get to the grand final and hopefully the boys do too. Yeah, I was going to say, um, the, the boys' side, uh, they play at quarter past 11. It's going to be a bit of a challenge on Saturday for people. They're going to be making some mad dashes if they're going to get to both games. Quarter past 11, they have the chance up against uh, Clarence Town for a direct route through to the grand final if they can win. Um, so a good opportunity for the boys there. And I'm, I'm sure um, you, all you girls, even though you're unlikely to be able to even be there for any of their game with your kickoff time, will be behind them and um, and uh, backing them in to get all the way through to the big dance. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think um, the boys are definitely going to do the dash out to watch us. And Foley, the coach, I believe he's going to pay for any of the speeding fines that um, happen on Saturday. He's, he's, my he, belief, I, anyway. I hope, I hope he's on a good wicket because he's buying a keg. He's paying for speeding fines. <laughs> I'm not sure what else he's committing to just yet, but this is what he gets for not coming on, I suppose. Yes, uh, absolutely. This is exactly what he gets. Well, we look forward to seeing how the men go. It would be great for the community up there if both sides were to make grand finals or even take out premierships as the ultimate goal. But let's turn our focus to 2 o'clock on Saturday at Batterley Park. It is yourselves against Dora Creek. As I said, you've only lost the one game this season. It was against Dora Creek down at Dora Creek. But the phenomenal thing is, outside of that game, I think there's only one other game potentially where you've let in, uh, actually, no, no other games where you've let in more than one try. So defence is something you've really built your uh, your minor premiership and, and your run on this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, really good too, because whatever team we're up against, the girls just show no fear. <laughs> no fear, no mercy. And it's great to have them out there. You feel safe, whoever you're standing next to. And we have heard that Dora are a little bit of a, health gun um, coming into the finals and obviously the grand final they're going to want it just as much as we do so um, yeah looking forward to the sore body on Sunday and who knows what's going to happen we're just going to stick together do what we've done all year and train hard this week and hopefully make the town proud and bring home the trophy if not we will be celebrating either way and I'm sure Philly Sunday will be extra special. I was, I was going to say, we're finishing this early. If the boys go all the way to the grand final, you, some of you girls will be able to back up and do two silly Sundays. That's that's probably one silver lining. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the, one of the all-time uh, rites of passage with footy, so some of those new girls might get a bit of an eye-opener. But as I said, 2 o'clock on Saturday, it is a big game. Yourselves and Dora Creek will be up for it, and uh, I'm sure the town will be proud of you either way. Before we go, we're talking off air about some people. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to a good friend of the podcast, Brad Fogarty, who indirectly has put us in touch today. Uh, he's a man who was so heavily involved in Malibula. Previously, he's come across with his brother to Karua, and you were saying about what an ornament he's been to the club. Oh, he's great, Brad. He's just his beautiful nature. You know, you rock up to training, and he's just so happy and friendly. He helps out whenever he can, and, yeah, it's nice to hear his voice on the sideline, and he's just a really top bloke to have around. 
He is passionate. He is passionate. He's a Bulldogs fan, so there is one flaw there. But anyway, I'll um, I'll get in, I'll get into about my Raiders beating him the last week. But in terms of the club as well, businesses that in the local community support the club, and without them, you know, you couldn't do what you do every year, and both sides couldn't be where they are this year. So, is there a couple of sponsors you want to give a quick shout out to before we wrap up? Oh, we've got so many. I can't even. Yeah, I can't even name them all. But obviously, our major sponsor is the Carrara Self. Um, yeah, they're absolutely fantastic, everything that they've done for us. And they also put up with us all when we go back and have a couple of beers after the game. And, yeah, they're just great. But, um, yeah, thank you to all of our sponsors. We wouldn't be out there if it wasn't for them. And they all show up. They all watch the games. And, yeah, without them, we would be up shit creek. So we thank love, you, guys. We, we love the sponsors that get behind them and, um, yeah, certainly that community feel that you've got up there in Karua. So all the best two great local rugby league communities going head-to-head at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Karua versus Dora Creek. One will come out on top with a trophy. It could be the first premiership for Karua. And for your sake, Jess, I'm hoping so. All the best. Good luck for the weekend. And uh, we look forward to um, seeing how you girls uh, potentially continuing to celebrate uh, in two weeks' time when you're cheering on the men in the grand final as well, maybe. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. And um, up, up, Karua. Well, a big thanks to Jess from the Karua Roos. It's now time to step into the Women's Premiership competition again, thanks to Shipley Meets at Rutherford. And it's a big game this weekend following on from the community final. It'll be the grand final between Lakes and Raymond Terrace. And we are fortunate enough to be joined by Kendall Lehman, from the Lakes United Seagulls. Kendall, welcome to League Castle. Hey, thank you for having me. No problem at all. We've managed to uh, jag you out, or I might say you might have been thrown under the bus. I'm not too sure. We reached <laughs> out to uh, the, uh, the I was going to say the famous, but uh, people might use other terms for this man, Tony Delaney, who uh, seems to be uh, pulling all the strings there at Lakes United, a man you'll know well as your former coach. And he, Has he thrown you under the bus, or did you, did you get volunteered? What happened? Oh, I definitely got a little bit thrown under the bus, got a text saying, oh, this is what you're doing tonight. <laughs> but, Congratu- um, congratulations, you've been, you've been nominated. Yes, you've been selected. You're the lucky one. Oh, well, look, you're off to a flying start. Um, and, <laughs> and look, you'll, you'll talk less dribble than either Tony or I normally do. And if you get both of us on, it's normally about an hour and a half. So we'll keep it much <laughs> under that. Um, it's been a really good year for Lakes. Two weeks ago, you wrapped up the minor premiership with a tough win against Wong away from home. Uh, how was that um, in terms of being able to celebrate that first piece of silverware for the year? Oh, it was definitely an amazing feeling. Like, it was a really hard game, but it was such a great game of footy, like, from both sides. Um, they definitely pushed us to play our best. And it was definitely an amazing feeling to get that money premiership for the second year in a row in the higher grade. Yeah, we're talking just off air. Obviously, uh, Lakes um, bringing about having the women's tackle last year, a successful start taking out the community competition challenged by the league and regraded and stepped up with much of a core of the same team and to have not only won the minor major double last year but we've got the minor and now gotten to the grand final obviously the job not done I'm sure from your perspective but have you have you, the squad taken a moment to reflect on everything that the club's achieved in a very short window of time yeah I definitely think our coach Troy Potts like every week he says to reflect on um where we've come and where how far we're going and um but not to get ahead of ourselves. Like we're still still in this. We still have a job to do. We're not getting too ahead of ourselves, but we're, we're working as a team. And it's, it's great that we still got some of those players from last year. But like, I don't know if you would know, but we've got some that have gone on to NRLW now, which is amazing. 
So we've got some girls that have jumped in to um, take like take that position up and they're doing such an amazing job and we're really working as a team at the moment. Yeah, it's certainly amazing to see that pathway that's developed directly from the Newcastle competition. We've obviously seen it a couple of times at the men's level with players going up and, and stepping into those NRL or New South Wales Cup squads and Lakes has got a couple of those players that have been up in that environment at the start of the year and they've come back um, in terms of the men's. But it's great to see with the girls as well that opportunity and pathway of development and, and it's something you guys are, are fairly directly connected, especially to the Knights, obviously with um, Bubba being the first grade men's coach and assistant at the Knights. Yeah, for sure. Bubba's been a huge aid to us. Um, big, one of our biggest supports, for sure. We've got a lot of those girls that have been through that system are still going through that system. Like, And then we've still got a lot more to actually go into that system, I believe. like We've got such a great squad here. And I know those 17s that are going to be coming up, they're going to be such a great asset to us. Yeah, and I saw uh, during the week as well, the club ran a, a bit of a development night for, for girls that either are playing through lower grades and younger ages or might just be looking to come and get a taste of what it's all about, even if they haven't played before, which is, again, a great initiative that I know people like Bubba, uh, bringing in Ronnie Griffiths, who's the NRLW coach, and you know even Tony from what he's driven as well. Lots of those people around the club are very passionate about growing this women's footprint in that um, Lakes region. Yeah, for sure. I think Lakes are one of the clubs in this region to be pushing for women in league and women in sport um we're making such good progress like that development night was amazing we had such a great turnout there was kids of all ages it said 13 plus but there was kids of all ages and they just had a ball it was amazing i had parents come up and thank me just for looking after their kids like it was amazing yeah, such a good night it's great to see and, and really drives that family atmosphere that a lot of the clubs are, are trying to develop and lakes has done really well with their junior pathways both in the men's and women's in recent years uh, speaking of the club more broadly, a bit of a challenge this weekend. Um, grounds all around uh, for people to get to. Um, you guys are playing at almost an identical time, only about a 45-minute gap between when the C-grade uh, open-age boys kick off against Hamilton in their semi-final and your grand final, plus the 19s on uh, Saturday as well at Curry earlier in the day. So a pretty uh, pretty full slate for the uh, the Lake support crew and the Lake supporters. Yeah, it, look, it's so amazing to hear all of our team, like all of these teams of ours getting through to these higher levels and they're just succeeding whether they're winning that premiership they're just they're doing the club proud no matter what yeah it's certainly great to see um the uh i guess more of the teams playing in those grand finals and you touched on the 17s girls they're in the grand final at Baddeley park as well so um the future of, of your side uh will be out there at twelve forty-five, not long before your girls uh taking on scone which i'm sure a few of your girls will be up there early cheering them on oh for sure we spoke to some of the girls in the sheds after our game and they were keen, we were keen, we we're really proud of them and we're excited to have some of them with us next year. Yeah, it's going to be a huge day up there at uh, Baddeley Park on Not Your game will be the last of the day at 3.30. Up against the Raymond Terrace side, you've come up against them twice this year, you've split the results one and one and you would have seen what they did uh, in the game after yours on the weekend, putting on a clinic against the strong Wong side. Yeah, for sure. Look, Raymond Terrace are such an amazing team, one of the greatest in the comp. Um, so strong and I know that they're going to push us to be our best on the day which will create such a good game of footy it's not going to be you know a boring game to watch that's for sure um we do have we've had our run-in with injuries like we've lost our captain on the weekend to some injury which is a shame because she played such an amazing season all season like played so great led us by the front um but you know we're going to come out there do our thing we're going to do what we know how to do what we've trained what we've done all season and just try and match them and try and put on a good game for everybody. 
Yeah, look forward to it. It's going to be an absolute cracker up there at Cessnock, and, and we wish you all the best of luck. Before we wrap up, obviously one of the rites of passage and the big key pieces after all the footballing's done is Silly Sunday, Mad Monday, depending on, on when you're scheduling it. Yeah, exactly. I'd just exactly. Love, to, love to hear from you. There's some real characters in your team. I know that from knowing a few of the girls. Who are you <laughs> expecting to be the best on ground when it comes not to the footy on the weekend? Obviously, that's a big focus. But when it comes to Silly Sunday and Mad Monday, uh, who are we expecting? Is, is it going to be one of the Jones girls, maybe Rach Jeffs? I know she's a little bit out there. Who's going to be the standout? I was definitely about to mention Rach Jeffs. You know, she's a character at training. Like, I wouldn't put it past Silly Sunday, adding a bit of extra character there. <laughs> um, you know, you got your likes of Rihanna and Kelsey that always put on a show for us and Sophie. There's the whole team, really. I, we're going to have a great weekend. Yeah, certainly as someone who um, has refereed you girls a couple of times and been involved in officiating, um, Rach is always entertaining even from that point of view, which is good fun. She's, <laughs> she's, a, she's a bit of a character as she was when she was at a former club playing probably predominantly more league tag. And I, yeah, I would say, she definitely um, keeps us on our toes. She, she's probably been a, a pretty handy addition to that team, both from a ability on the field but also the culture around the field as well. Oh, for sure. She's been an amazing asset in our club and, you know, she lightens up training when she's there and makes us all laugh. You know, she's amazing. Great to see you. Well, all the best of luck this weekend. I look forward to uh, hearing how you've got on on Saturday at 3.30. All the best to the club as well across all of those grades and to your 17s girls. I'm sure it'll be a great time if Lakes could bring back two women's tackle trophies at the end of Saturday. Good luck against the Terrace and thanks again for jumping on tonight. Amazing. Thank you so much. All right, as we head deep into the finals, it's time to talk Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League and they're into the second week of their finals and we're having a look at the B-grade competition this week and they had a cracking first week of finals. We're going to have a chat to Mark Mungo-Mungovan from the Abermain Hawks, one of their assistant coaches who has, uh, like so many guests before him and guests to come, uh, been volunteered by uh, uh, one of his teammates or club mates uh, in Shannon Miller and so... Mungo, I'm going to give you the chance straight off the top to uh, get into Shannon, who said to me, I'm not much of a talker. Oh, he talks more than anyone I've ever heard. I'm not sure where that's come from. He just said, no, I'm no good at it. You do it. And I said, mate, all you do is talk when you play football. So, anyway, he wasn't that confident, apparently. Mate, as I said to you off air, I've uh, refereed Shannon before. uh, I think when he might have been Aberglassen from memory. And, uh, yeah, well, if if he's not able to talk tonight, it's just because he's used it all up on the field. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, mate. Normally, everyone can hear him from the sideline generally, that's right. He's a, he's a textbook bush footy halfback, but we like that. Uh, mate, uh, it's been a pretty good season for the Hawks. Uh, a few bumps and bruises along the way, but you've ended up there when the whips are cracking and you're in the finals. So give me a rundown on uh, getting the, the side back up and about. You started in C grade and uh, you've headed into B grade now and uh, you're, you're right amongst the, uh, the teams that are contending. Yeah, it was, it's been a big year. It's been a really big year. Um, we, at the start of the year, never even thought we'd probably be in B-grade. Um, Shan and Robbo both put in a lot of time and, and getting a lot of plays to the club this year and, and trying to turn the club around. And um, they've done a great job. And, uh, yeah, elevated into B-grade. And we've sustained some pretty big injuries during the year to a couple of key players. But... Um, it's been just next man up. And, uh, yeah, we're in the second week of semis, grand final qualifier this weekend against the Terrace. So I think everyone's pretty excited, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. And we'll dig into that in a moment, mate. The thing I like is the, the players they've brought in are, you know, predominantly local area players. It's not like, you know, we see sometimes sides when they make a bit of a, a push up the grades where 
they might go and get a good cluster of players who are, you know, sort of somewhat travelling to that club. But there's still lots of names that are from around the area, you know, the likes of Harmy and those sorts of guys. And then mate, one of the great tiebacks is uh, young Tom Abbott, who's old man. I don't know, is, is Jim actually retired officially or is he just having a couple he, of years off? Yeah, well, no one really knows yet. Apparently he said it a hundred times already, but over oh, probably four million games or whatever he's played. But he um, he played his last game. We got him a run in our last home game. So I'd say he's retired. But we try to keep everyone that was already at the club if they wanted to stay as well. Like, we certainly weren't trying to push anybody out of that domain, that's for sure. Yeah, 100%. And look, you know, it's one of those clubs that's been around for quite some time and, you know, they've had the bumps, the bruises, as I said, on this season. Uh, you know, it feels like only yesterday that, you, that the club went through all the dramas with the uh, the sheds being, being vandalised and burnt down and you've uh, literally, the club now, you know, almost metaphorically risen from the ashes and, as you say, you find yourself in a grand final qualifier this weekend in a B-grade competition uh, which is, you know, probably a high, a, you know, few times in recent years the club might not have certainly expected. Oh, completely, yeah. I agree completely. To, to come back from, you know, a team that was nearly going to fold, I feel, a couple of years ago to, to where we've got the club now, it's been a, a huge push, not just from the coaching staff and players, but from volunteers and everybody involved behind the scenes as well, you know. Um, it takes a whole club to, to turn the club around. You can't just turn around with one bloke or, or one player, so... It's been a massive push this year and um, we came here wanting to win it and we're hoping we're still in the race. Yeah, well, you're certainly putting yourself in the right spot and mate, you talk about it, it takes a whole team, it takes a whole community when it comes to this Newcastle and Hunter aptly named Community Rugby League and I'm sure there's lots of businesses and, and undoubtedly you'll miss a few, but a couple of the main ones that have been a key part behind your push this year? Oh, for sure. Well, the town's sort of been great. They're, they're our major sponsor, um, they're public and he's out of their games every weekend and supporting us and you know, does not, he'll bend over backwards to help us out. He's been brilliant. Um, we run a raffle at that main league club, as well, that main uh, bowling club as well. So, and that, they've been a great support this year. And they're like another local business. So, you know, they've all been great to us, mate. Definitely. No, great to hear those uh, community businesses are, you know, without them clubs, it doesn't matter how many players or, or volunteers you've got, you're not staying afloat because it doesn't happen for, for nothing, that's for sure. Definitely not. Right, let's let's turn our attention to um, the footy and uh, lots of people probably thought last weekend heading in it had been West Walls End and Raymond Terrace uh, neck and neck in the, in the race towards the end of season and Raymond Terrace proving too strong. So many would have thought West Walls End probably went in as favourites but your boys uh, obviously had a very different script on the weekend running out comfortable winners 36 to 10. Well the scoreboard certainly made it feel comfortable. I don't know how comfortable it was uh, on the bench or out there on the field, mate. Uh, but you would have been pumped uh, and the boys would have been as well to get a result like that over a strong West Walls end team. Oh, it was massive. A massive improvement. Um, we played them. They were, I think they were our first round four game. I think we played them our first B-grade game. And um, we beat them when we were at home. And then we went to, when we played them at home, they beat us 28 to 18, I think it was. So we knew full well, you know, how hard this game was going to be on the weekend. And then um, to have the massive injury and we lost 20 minutes of football, um, we lost our back row, starting right back rower. And um, and so to restart the game and get going in the second half the way we did was just ultra impressive, very impressive. It certainly was, and uh, it sets up some mouth-watering clashes this weekend. And I'll get your thoughts first on the elimination semi-final. And that sees the Northern Lakes Club, they uh, they knocked out Morissette in. Again, you know, it was one of those uh, clashes, Morissette, They've been besieged by injuries in the back end of the season, but if they had their full-strength team on the paddock, they were a contender for this title. So 
Uh, them being out of the competition is probably a little bit of a surprise, but Northern Lakes are a team that no one can underestimate. So this will be a cracker on Sunday. Oh, it's a good game. Um, yeah, Morris said 100%. They're just you know, injuries and in the community comps, as you know, and even even our team. Like we've, it's really hard to keep everyone on the park all year. Um, you generally lose a couple, if not more, of your best players, and that's that's just normal attrition. So to beat Morris, that was great. North Lake, they're, they're unpredictable. They're a really young team. Um, yeah, they could turn it on on Saturday for sure and knock Westy off. No worries at all. I know Westy is struggling with some injuries as well, so um, it'll be a good game of footy, no doubt. Yeah, the um, the Northern Lakes side, as you say, uh, a bit of youth and um, some some generally a fairly mobile side uh, in recent years as well. So be interesting to see how that comes up against that big West Walls End forward pack. So that'll be a cracker on Sunday. But uh, on Saturday at one fifteen, mate, the big one that we're talking about, you guys take on this Raymond Terrace side. They've only had the one loss to their name, which was actually a game that they had the points taken off them against West Walls End. So uh, I know they're they're calling it an undefeated season, irrespective of what the latter sees, but. You'd love to be the first team to actually register a scoreboard loss against them this weekend, and I'm sure that's what you've got your target set on. Oh, 100%. We're keen. We're, we're so keen. We can't wait to get to Saturday. We were hoping it was tomorrow, to be honest with that, keen. But um, it was a close clash of them last time at home. I think eight ticks and um, a, a penalty with two minutes to go. So uh, we're going there knowing that we can beat them. Don't you worry. We're, we're ready for it straight away on Saturday. We're ready to go. Yeah, you touched on that. Um a bit of an arm wrestle and um, you know when teams have let uh, Raymond Terra score it's not easy to keep with them they've got plenty of points in them when they get going so is that going to be the focus defence and discipline obviously you touched on penalty being the key word there uh, I'm sure they're going to be two of the internal focuses and, and I'm betting knowing some of the people involved in your club that that'll be a lot of the focus this week is all internal not too much worried about what Raymond Terrace are going to dish up Oh 100% we know they're a good team there's no need to talk about them we know, we know where they're going to try and score their points they play a similar game to us. They've got crafty halves and they've got hard ball runners, right? So they, they play the same style. But um, we'll certainly be only worrying about ourselves. And, and defence is something that we've driven all year, uh, even from the trials. So it's something that uh, all the players are bought into and their standards in the club. So it's been really good. And that, that'll be key on the weekend. If we can stop them from scoring, we've got plenty of points in us. So. Yeah, you've certainly showed both of those this year, second best defence and second best attack in the competition. So... There's a couple of, couple of tips towards it. Uh, mate, uh, in terms of it, uh, you, you touch on obviously your second row getting injured on the weekend. Uh, Depth-wise, otherwise, uh, looking reasonably strong in terms of the rest of the health of the squad or still a few uh, asterisks against the team? Uh, yeah, we've, we've lost a couple. We lost Andy, our front rower. He's um, broken his thumb. He, he broke that in the last round, would you believe? So he was a, he's a huge loss. He's played big minutes all year. Now Ty, yeah, he's been absolutely brilliant playing back row um, and yeah shocking injury on the weekend so another huge loss we've got a couple away with work but I mean there's no excuses we'll be we'll be it's just next man up eh? and um, we'll get started and get stuck in the terrace on Saturday no worries I love the attitude I look forward to hearing about how you guys travel it's going to be a couple of cracking games in the B grade competition and a spot in the grand final on the line for your side and uh Speaking of hearing, I'm sure that everyone who gets there on Saturday will hear the uh, man who's short of words tonight but will be not short of words on the weekend <laughs> in Shannon Miller. Mate, a big thank you to you for jumping on and giving us sort of 10 or 15 minutes of your time around night shift. We appreciate it. And uh, good luck to the Hawks on the weekend, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks for the time. Yeah, it was all right. It was easy. I don't know what he was whinging about. He would have handled it quite fine.
All right, time to dig into the Ladies League tag. Thanks to Lake Macquarie Forklift Services. And we're going to have a look at the Ladies League tag B grade this week ahead of week two of finals. A couple of big clashes coming up. And we're fortunate enough to be joined from the captain of a club who has a big weekend with both men's and women's sides in action, the Hamilton Ducks, none other than Immy Heap. Immy, welcome to League Castle. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. No, no worries at all. Thank you for giving up some time late after training on a Monday night uh, to chat all things Ducks. Uh, I guess give us a bit of a rundown on yourself and, and how long you've been involved at the Ducks. Um, I suppose I think this is my fourth year. I think Ducks have been around for five years now and, um, yeah, kind of uh, joined from college, a couple of college um, people from Everett have just started it up and then came into the team. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of built over the last few years, which is great. It's a good little club. It certainly is. Uh, it's been fairly successful on the men's side, a few grand finals and uh, gone quite close in a couple of competitions um, in their early years. And the ladies' tag starting to follow in their footsteps, starting to build up from a team of girls that, if I remember correctly, when they launched, the team got thrown into A grade originally with very little experience. And I remember one of the early games against a red-hot Aberglassen side that absolutely tore them to shreds, but the girls stayed positive and they've continued to build since then. And uh, I guess where you're at now in the B grade and in the finals of the B grade certainly uh, is just rewards for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we first started, we kind of had no idea what we were doing. A couple of girls were like new to footy, so we've just kind of thanks to our big bad coach, Ricky Damon, it's his birthday today. Um, he's kind of built us up, which is good. It's fourth year now and we're ready for the hopefully GF, but we'll see. A couple of games ago before that. So coach's birthday today, uh, was there some celebrations at training? Um, you know, what, what, what sort of uh, special things do the girls have in store? Uh, I think we'll save it for the weekend. Um, our sponsor pub looks after us, so... We'll see. Well, we might um, we we might give him the uh, big cup. The, the big cup, I like it. Uh, on, on that on that note, without and we talk about this with a lot of our guests, without sponsors, uh, community footy doesn't happen. So you talked about your sponsor pub. You were very vague there. You want to give them a mention? I know they've been a, a long term partner in terms of uh, what you guys have been doing. Yeah, um, we got uh, the Kent, which is so good. Um, Alex Crelly's looks after us well. We um go often book out the top and sometimes go and watch the footy there. We watched the NRL women's the other day, which was good on the big screen. So it's good to head back there every Saturday after the footy. Now, I, I know knowing some of the, the guys and girls that are involved in your club, you're a very social club. It, it has often been described as a bunch of drinkers who play some football and things, things similar to that. I, I, I want to know when it is those Saturday nights late at the Kent. We've heard from the boys plenty of times, and I'm happy for you to dob a couple of them in. But who, who, who are the stars? Who are the standouts? And who are the ones that you just need to, once it gets to about 11 o'clock, you need to give a wide berth to? Uh, look, none of them are really um, – they're not any saints, so <laughs> <laughs> they um, – so I'll name a few names. Say, who, say, who puts on a show? Who, who's entertaining out, out there after a few beverages? You know, uh, responsible drinking, of course. Mm, uh, I think Dorse gets into it a bit, but he doesn't know how to drink. So um, who else? Lila gets into it. Um, Jack Tom, 
Jazz, Heiko, um, Patty Gibb, that's um, Meg Gibson's brother. She's a seasoned um, social member. Yeah, no, I love it. And what, what about, is, is there one person, either the boys or the girls, that you just know once they've had a couple of drinks, they're just going to be an absolute punish, whether that's just they just they carry on, they just, you know, make your ears bleed, anything like that. And, you know, you don't, you don't need to name Tyler Smith. Oh, he's, he's a bit quiet. He needs to step it up a bit. Oh, there we go. So Tyler needs to step it up. All right, who, who, who needs to tone it down? Um, God, it's a hard one. I can't, I can't pick one no, out. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. They used, they, used to nah. tell, they used to tell me that um, if I looked around the room and I couldn't figure out who was pestering everyone and was the biggest pest in the room, that it was probably me, which usually was the case. So I'm not saying that's the case <laughs> about you, Immy, but might be something you need to consider. Uh, oh, I don't drink. I don't. I don't. Um, body's a temple. Yeah, right. <laughs> no worries at all. Well, on that note, let's let's talk footy then um, and move across to. Let's have a look at the boys first of all. Uh, they headed in. They uh, uh, had a forfeit on Old Boys Day, which was a little bit tough, but it meant they finished third. Uh, they came up against a, a pretty strong Cardiff side last week and had a win, which now sees them with a chance to go through up against Lakes for a direct qualification. But knocking off Cardiff at Cardiff, that's a pretty impressive feat to start the finals. Yeah, yeah, they've kind of picked it up uh, um, towards the end of the season, which is good. They had a few losses in there. Um, pretty physical stuff, the games that I've watched. So um, makes it exciting for the chicks to sit on the sideline and watch, but they're doing well and hopefully they get to the end. Yeah, fingers crossed. As I said, a big chance to uh, knock over the lake side that were Runaway minor premiers with just the one loss to their name during the season, and uh, if they can do that, that would be a huge start, and it'd give them a week off, which I'm sure the boys would relish and probably um, keep the Kent very busy with a week off. But in terms of the girls, uh, a good win last weekend to kick off the finals uh, up against Raymond Terrace. Do you want to give us a bit of a rundown on that one because it was a fairly tight finish? Yeah, um, we kind of went out there on the weekend. We knew the Raymond Terrace side; they're pretty good. Got pretty good ball work, so we were kind of prepared for that, but we weren't really prepared to go into Golden Point. Um, so it was very tight and up to uh, Brookie Atwater for scoring the Golden Point goal on the weekend. It was so good. Yeah, she got across for that final try. Uh, you probably sold yourself a little bit short there. A double in a <laughs> semi-final is not, not a bad way to uh, lead from the front. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought that might be the case. I thought you might have been being modest, so I thought I'd just give you a chance. So, um, yeah, in, in terms of it, um, yeah, I guess it's a, it's a big opportunity now to head into a, another semi-final clash against um, an opponent that you'll know a little bit about in terms of the league tag from this season. You would have seen them during the year with Cessnock. And how did you shape yeah. up against the, uh, against the Goannas girls? They've come off that loss to Clarence Town. Yeah, they're, um, they're a really good side. Um, It'll be a interesting game for sure. They they don't make m- many mistakes, so hopefully we have a good few trainings this week, and um, we're prepared to go out there on on Sunday. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, certainly a bit different playing on a Sunday as well. Most of the games are on a Saturday. Although I did I did stumble across you girls playing up at Dungog on a Sunday earlier in the season. A little standalone game with not much of a crowd, but Sundays are a bit more challenging to uh, back up for a few drinks and then get to work or or uni on Monday. <laughs> Yeah, well, that day in particular, a couple of us were a bit hungover, so we were suffering on the field, but that's all right. We always play better hungover anyway. 
I like it. I like, I like the commitment that you just still just back up. There's no there's no calling in crook if you uh, haven't uh, if you if you've gone a bit hard on Saturday night, but uh, hard on Saturday night, hard on Sunday again. But ten o'clock up at Lakeside on Sunday. It's going to be a big clash. Can I get your thoughts on the Saturday clash as well? The, the minor premiers in Morpeth, who if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. came up from C grade, winning C grade last year. They take on Clarence Town, who uh, beat Cessnock on the weekend. Uh, what can you tell us about these two sides, and, and who do you think goes straight through to the grand final? Yeah, well, um, Morpeth, I don't think they've lost a game, so I think they'll for sure um, go straight through. They We played them at the start, very first game, and um, they ran away with a pretty high score. So, yeah, I think they'll definitely be in for the for the GF, which, which will be good if we can get there and get it back off of them. Yeah, that would certainly be a, a great result for you girls. But the focus is obviously Sunday, 10 o'clock. The big clash for you guys. The season is on the line, and I'm sure all the girls will be fired up. And uh, hopefully we can see you get a couple more wins, and uh, both you guys and the boys uh, will be featuring in grand finals in uh, a couple of weeks' time. Thank you so much. It's been good to chat. Well, that just about closes out a huge week of semi-final and grand final conversations. The best of luck to all teams and especially to those guests who've given up some time today. Firstly, Jess Nielsen from the Karua Roos from the Women's Community Tackle Competition. Kendall Lehman from the Lakes United Club who participate in the Women's Premiership Grand Final this weekend. Also at Cessnock alongside that Karua game. Uh, Mungo from Abermain Hawks as well. The Hawks making a charge in the B-grade competition. And last but not least, Immy Heap from the Hamilton Ducks who are digging a fair way through into the B-grade semi-finals of the Ladies League Tag competition in the Newcastle and a Hunter Community Rugby League. Again, a shout-out to our partners who've supported us all throughout 2023. Sharp DS Central Coast, Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, and Shipley Meets at Rutherford. Make sure to get out and support those that support us in uh, bringing you local rugby league content and let them know if you are reaching out to them to work with them or to purchase from them that League Castle sent you. Again, as I said in the intro, if you want to stay up to date for all the things that are happening across the Newcastle and Hunter Central Coast competitions, then make sure to get on to League Castle AU on Instagram, League Castle AUS on Facebook. Give us a follow. And the other way you can help us spread our message is by giving us a rating and a review on your favourite podcast platform, whether that be Spotify, the uh, Google Play Podcast Store, the Apple Podcast Store, any of the above or any other podcast platforms that you might find League Castle on. It would be greatly appreciated, as I say. helps us to spread our message and get some more uh, listeners in and keeping them up to date and spreading the, the gospel of uh, local rugby league in this wonderful region, one of the great uh, and strongest rugby league regions out there in the country in terms of the development and pathway. Make sure as well to get down and support your local sides across the weekend. Lots of football action. All the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League finals will be at Lakeside Oval at Raymond Terrace. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, plenty of action to fill your heart's desire. Newcastle Juniors around the grounds this weekend with their grand finals, the Women's Tackle Grand Finals at Baddeley Park, and of course the Denton Engineering Cup Preliminary Finals, which will be on at Curry on Saturday, I should say. So there's so many things to pick from, so get down and support your local side. 
And of course, if that's not enough footy for you, the Knights will be at home as well on Sunday afternoon. So you can jam-pack in a huge amount of rugby league this weekend around the traps and it's all going to be top-notch action. So get down and enjoy it. We look forward to bringing you more updates next week as we wrap up some grand finals, look ahead to some other grand finals and head another week deeper into the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League semi-final series. So until next week, thank you very much for tuning in to League Castle and enjoy your local footy. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lee Newcastle. Newcastle, Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League.